the college basketball experience bracketology episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. Yes. What are you doing, folks? Hop in. A $57 SGPN gift card for every time you hit bingo. That's a deal of a century right there. We're also brought to you by SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge. No, I'm not talking about a Chevy 57 or a 57 Chevy. I'm talking about $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the winner of the props contest. Get all of our contest info exclusively on the SGPN app, which you can download for free in the App Store and Google Play Store. And remember, folks, if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game and I'm not I'm not saying this is the uh, the Arizona or Arizona State game. I'm talking about the Super Bowl. Make sure to check out our live show at the Ainsworth Thursday at 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. Once again, that is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. And remember to let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Remix, uh, bracketology, bracketology episode two, essentially. Uh, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. <laughs> that never, never grows old for me. We're going to be talking bracketology. We're going to be talking about what team should be in the big dance if the season ended today. And what big games we have ahead of us. Try to make sense of what maybe the committee would do. You know, who knows? I mean, I, they'll probably go with the name brand. But at least Condoleezza Rice isn't a part of the committee last time I checked. Um, I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. Host of the Ryan and Rush Show. Host of the NFL Gambling Podcast. Go, we've got the Super Bowl on deck. Go listen to that. Give it up to Ryan McIntyre. What's up, man? What's up, man? It's Monday, which means another edition of Bracketology. Less than five weeks till Selection Sunday. Yes, I try. Yes, I try. 
return of the Mac in effect. <laughs> and we also have third man in the booth. And I'm just going to play this clip because this is what I when I picture this guy and what he does behind the scenes with the college basketball experience and really all the college experiences and the sports gambling podcast. Uh, you know, this is this is the, the type of guy he is. He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. Give it up for Noah Beanick. How you doing, brother? Doing pretty well, Colby. And, yeah, I mean, the ultimate goal at the end is just to win a fistful of pesos at the end of uh, the NCAA tournament, right? So, I mean, nothing better than talking brackets. Freaking love this show. Love this. Topic. Everyone else let's finds that it. accurate. Yeah, let's go. And, and uh, you know, I'm ex- I love doing this show, man. It's a lot of fun because we get to hypothesize uh, on the uh, – What's better than uh, practicing making a bracket and filling it out, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Got to get your practice in. <laughs> now, the first question I want to ask is, what does Chicago State have to do as an independent to get on this fucking bracket? Uh, well, as an independent, they would have to have a pretty good record, better than Clemson. Uh, I think they are better than Clemson. <laughs> the best team in the country. <laughs> yeah, all, all you have to do is be better than Clemson because Clemson's still in as an auto bid, right? Now, or yeah, as an auto bid. I mean, if they were not leading the ACC, they wouldn't be in this bracket right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it, see, the, this is the one flaw with football and basketball. If there's an independent and you're not Notre Dame, you know they just give you no love. The Chicago State Cougars been on fire of late. No one's talking about them but us. Nobody. Unfair. It's unfair. Um, all right, look, let's dive into this. Let's go back to, well, obviously we've had just a big week, a lot of uh, outcomes. I want to see the the real, you know, movement that has occurred within the week. But I guess before we go into each side of the bracket where you have them and talk about the, the first four in and the last four out, um, what teams do, do we think, Mac, do you think there's one that just clearly must have either jumped or dropped that occurred in the past week? I probably Indiana with the win over Purdue. I would say. I mean, that's such a move, moving, uh, moving the needle type of win is what they say. I know it wasn't on the road, but anytime you beat number one in the country, unanimous number one in the country, that's going to move the needle. Um, I we're going to get to the one seeds here in a minute, but the team that's tipping off here in Lawrence tonight had a huge week as well beating Baylor on big Monday, then they go to Manhattan and get a win. So um, sneak peek, they may be on the one line or two line. You'll have to find out. Well, you think the Iowa state loss would have cost them any, like despite, you know, they went two and one, but those two wins are pretty fucking good. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm trying to think of other teams. I guess I'd be curious to see what is, what has happened with them. The first one I thought was Arkansas, maybe, but Arkansas ends up winning that South Carolina game. I think we were all sweating that one out. Um, yeah. What about what about what about the Duke Blue Devils with that win against Carolina, where Carolina perhaps could be ending up as a bubble team? They were a bubble team a week ago. Yeah, I think, I think that was a, yeah, I think that was a huge win for Duke. Kind of like they didn't really have one of those big marquee wins. A team that uh, just came to mind, St. Mary's. They've been an analytics darling by all the advanced metrics, Kempom, uh, the net ranking. They kind of validated that with their win over Gonzaga in that big comeback win in the late evening game. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm curious where Duke ends up in, yep. and I'm curious where Carolina ends up and then has Kentucky. Cause they've kind of, you know, do those wins against what old miss and Florida, do they push them over the top? I mean, Ole Miss not very good, but Florida had that, had that big win against Tennessee. Could could the Wildcats be on the inside of what we're projecting here? Once again, we're doing this just off of, and this is all Noah, by the way. Noah's a numbers guy behind the corner. He's like fucking Rain Man, all right? Uh, and and I'm sure, you know, he's he's just looking at it from a numbers point of view, not the name brand thing, because I think we made this case last week that, that – you know, yeah. if it's up to Kentucky on the on on uh, the yeah. uh, on, <laughs> uh, you know in that war room or whatever the fuck you want to call that uh, with the committee meeting, I'm sure they're going to put Kentucky in over uh, you know Pittsburgh or something like that. Yeah. Um, Those that viewed the YouTube uh, live last time, they would have saw the blind resume between Seton Hall and Kentucky. Today we don't have any blind resumes, but. Uh, what I can tell you is, I mean, the selection process did not change. Uh, no predictive metrics at all, and I don't really care what the name brand says. So most <laughs> of the time, the committee's going to put them in. There might be uh, one or two of them that are just on the outside that you would you would bet that the NCAA, with uh, you know the first four ratings, they want those to be higher. They would probably have them in over what I've selected. So yeah. All right. All right. Well, now with that said, let's. What do you guys you, you think we should go region by region first or you think we should go last four in you know first teams out essentially which which pecking order do you want to do first I think we should go region by region Mac what do you think Should we do the one seeds cuz that's what they do on selection Sunday Yeah let's do that let's yeah. let's just right. go we can... right now with the one seeds uh Noah lead the way All right uh, so starting off with the one seeds, just showing them, and then we can jump into some of these brackets here. Um, number one, Our the graphics Walsh team. guy is Cameron Kerr, by the way. Shout out to Cameron Kerr. He's, he's a Texas A&M <laughs> Aggie. As you can imagine, when you see the horns down, he's doing yeah. great work. And he's doing great work for us because yeah, we encourage that on the college experience. Oh, for sure. And I, Shout out to and Cameron I more than approve this. <laughs> Shout out to Cameron too, because he was traveling all day and made these like pretty last minute. So I didn't really go through them too well. If there's a typo or accidentally a logo is flipped upside down, you know, uh, that's that's your guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you Trevor can tweet him at Cameron Kerr. Too. <laughs> all right, great so work. great work in my opinion. Great work in my opinion. Uh, that's what that's you know. When, when he got employed by SGPN, I wasn't there, but I'm assuming this came up in, 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 in you know, in the interview because this, this, this is the type of work we like. Um, all right. So we got Purdue. So Purdue's still a top seed. Yeah. Purdue's still number one overall. They've got the best record in the country. And that loss went down as a quad one at Indiana, Indiana. You guys were talking about it. Um, a really good win there against the number one overall team in the country. That put them as the top five seed. They're one team outside of the national seeds uh, for me. So, I mean, that's still a pretty good loss for Purdue. Uh, nine and two in quad one, quad two. You cannot argue with that. Then you go with the number two seed in Kansas. They have the next highest amount of quality wins there. We're still with nine, but they've got five losses also playing in the Big 12 where they just beat each other up, and that strength of schedule is first in the country. So, so wait, they improved despite losing a game. They improved despite losing a game. 
I always find that interesting when that happens. Uh, and I get it. The Big 12 is such a gauntlet. Yeah. They went two and one. Um, okay, continue. So um, in saying that, uh, number three, we have Texas, which uh, went on the road and beat Kansas State. That was the Wildcats' first home loss of the season. Um, that has to be rated uh, up there. They're eight and four in quad one and quad two. Strength of schedule, 11th. Um for me, I rounded out with Alabama. Now, for me, this was a pretty easy decision, all four of these top seeds. Now, some may say, where is Arizona? Arizona was the third overall seed last week. The loss <clears throat> at home to Washington throughout the week did not age well. It turned into a quad three loss. So um, for me, when I'm sorting out one seeds, I look for what's the best overall resume. And when you're talking about overall these teams don't have a bad loss. So Purdue, Kansas, Texas, Alabama for me. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I mean, Bama's the, the only one that I think we, people could really argue, but hold on. what do you think about Rob's comment here? I think the, uh, we see these number one seeds switch up drastically over the duration of the next month. Um, I can tell you, I definitely think Texas and Bama. I would throw Kansas in there too. The only one that I think is safe and probably one seed throughout is Purdue because there's not much um, like they are a clear step above in the Big Ten. Not saying that, you know, Big Ten is as high as it has been in years past, but I don't see anybody really challenging the Purdue to give them two or three more losses to really knock them down off the one line. I am trying to quickly pull up the Boilermakers schedule. Because I'm curious uh, if they have any potential landmines there um, where they could, where they could fall. Um, Their back- worst loss coming up would be at home to Ohio State. In Bloomington, that is. I'm sorry, in uh, West Lafayette. West Lafayette. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, I see home versus Iowa at. What about Northwestern? Where did the Wildcats get them? They could. I mean, when you guys were talking in the beginning, the Wildcats probably saw the biggest, uh, one of the bigger drops this week. Um, They had a bad loss against Michigan, and then it really wasn't that impressive of a win against Wisconsin, who's also on the bubble. Um, But Northwestern has season swept Wisconsin now. So both teams being somewhat on the bubble, that's going to help them down the Mm -hmm. road. Yep. The, the so the remaining away games because let's be honest, Purdue's probably going to win every home game. Uh, <laughs> at Northwestern, at Maryland, and at Wisconsin, those are the only away games. Now they do host Indiana one more time in Illinois. They're capable of losing those games, um, and Iowa even. But I think you're right. I think they're they're shooing for a, uh, the one a one seed. I don't I don't think there's enough meat on that to to you know essentially get them off the one seed. So yeah. we're going to see. The Canadian Yao Ming as a one seed. Mac, you agree? Completely agree. They have by far the best resume. I know that they're coming off a loss, and I'm glad you kept them number one because I think we see it so much where people overreact to one loss. I mean, this is college basketball. You're playing a 31 game gauntlet. They're 22 and two. They got nine quad one wins. Um, hey Noah, could Houston work themselves into a one seed if they won out? Yes, if the they American. want, if they win out in Kansas, Texas, or Alabama, stumbles maybe even Purdue if they lose two to three games. Houston has a good overall record. They're mm-hmm. um, they Bama are, beat them head to head, though. Yes, they are twelve and one 
against quad one and quad two, that only loss being to Alabama. The thing that kept them off this board is, again, they just have a bad loss. All four of these teams that are one seeds are, you know, they've played solid all year round. They haven't had a bad, a, a true bad game that's got a black eye on that resume. Alabama, Oklahoma might age bad depending yeah. on how much, how many games Oklahoma drops here down the stretch, but at Oklahoma, that really helps them. So you're saying Alabama might age like Mickey Rourke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, potential. Sure. Potential. Um, uh, look, Kansas's road games remaining. First off, they have the Texas game tonight, but I mean, even the home games are brutal, but the tech, yeah, the road games at Oklahoma at Oklahoma state, those are back-to-back away games. Then at TCU and at Texas, whoo! They're probably going to lose like five more times. <laughs> I mean, hey. hey, you know who I think is a team on the outside looking in that is in the best league in America, the Big Twelve that could work themselves into a one seed with uh, enough opportunities is the Baylor Bears. Oh yeah, they're climbing steadily. Yeah. Seven what? Seven quad one wins. They got uh, they got us to go to the fog still, which is a tricky spot. But they get Texas at home and Iowa State at home, which is two more quad one opportunities in front of their home fans. But the, even their road schedule, I, I guess it's for every yeah. big Big Twelve yep. team to pull up because I'm like they're at TCU, at Kansas, at Kansas State, at Oklahoma State. I can't wait to watch all these games. But fuck, I mean, all, all every team that we pull up in the big in the Big Twelve, that I feel like let's let's take a look at the Longhorns since we have them as another one seed. And I know the chat was just talking about this. Shout out to the chat, by the way. Uh, the road games at Kansas tonight, one of the hardest places to play, if not the hardest in the country. Yeah, then, it's a loss. then Lubbock, <laughs> where you know, you know, they're down a little bit, but man, Lubbock's been been tricky. Um. At Baylor and at TCU, they're they're going to go like one and three in their final four away games. Yep. I don't think they're going to end up on the one seed. And then and then I guess we, you know here's what's interesting is I actually think Alabama. I don't think the SEC is very good. Neither I think they, I think they have some depth as far as decent teams, but as far as elite teams, I don't think they have any real elite teams. So I think Bama might be able to. To dress that up a little bit, I'm quickly pulling up their schedule right now. And and you see that in the SEC, the lack of really good teams kind of hurts the strength of the conference, and a lot of the teams are kind of falling on my bubble, at least for right now. So, actually, Bama has to go to the jungle, though, this Saturday. Big that's game. awesome. Yeah, rivalry. Iron Bowl. That's one, that's one where I don't yep. care what the record yep. that, That's a losable game. Actually, they still have to go to Tennessee after that, too. So maybe I'm wrong with my statement. I think both those away games. But after that, it's South Carolina and A&M. But A&M could bite them. So I would say three. Uh, you know, I, 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 I take back my statement on on the fact that I thought they might have a little bit of a breeze. I think I think that's a pretty t- challenging schedule. I expect Bama and Texas to not be one seeds, essentially. I think Kansas and Purdue will be one seeds. Mac, how about you? I, I think with the Big 12 uh, forecast and what's going to happen there – it's going to be one one seed, and I think it's going to be whoever wins the conference tournament, if it's Kansas, Texas, or Baylor, because I think all their resumes will be somewhat similar by the end. And I think you'll see the Big 12 just beat up on each other to kind of neutralize being a one seed, and you'll have a bunch of two seeds and three seeds in the Big 12. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Houston angle is interesting because, well, they yeah. still have to play Memphis twice. but Twice. Yeah. Maybe um, three times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's take a look at slide two. 
Let's go to slide two in this in this action on the college basketball experience as we go through region by region. So the top, what what is the big differences from a week ago here? I would imagine is did Duke climb up some with that win? Yeah, Duke Duke climbed up uh, from a seven seed to a five. Um, shout out to the Nightmare. It's a golf course in my area. That is exactly what picking the teams five through eight was. Uh, just like trying to make a a, a, a selection between um, the what the twentieth ranked versus the thirty second ranked team was an absolute like shit fest well, <laughs> there's this this year no offense to mac because i think it's the year that he made a run in the tournament it oh, yeah. feels like one of the weaker tournament fields since like 2017 where we saw a number a team make their first ever first four and it also a team uh, which that team was also mid-major and then a seven seed make the final four as well so a mid-major Final Four, a seven-seed Final Four, I feel like that could easily happen this year, just with the log jam in the middle of the pack. I was there. Go Gamecocks. Oh, oh. <laughs> Frank I'm Martin, gonna... baby. Final Four, baby. Yeah, sure. um, <laughs> They're not making the field this year. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, I feel you feel pretty good about that one. Um, yeah. Okay, the one that jumps out to me is Arizona State is in the NCAA tournament. Yep. It's the team that just lost to Oregon the other night. And I think a lot of people think maybe they shouldn't be in the tournament. What's what's your logic on the Sun Devils getting into the obviously you have them as one of the play in games. Yeah. Um talk to me about Arizona State. Yeah, so Arizona State, one of the last four in. We have a graphic for that at the end of the show when we'll talk more about the bubble and talk about teams that were left off. Um 16 and eight on the year and the record on the field, they have two wins against teams in the field. They have one win against the national seed. Um, and for me, their strength is scheduled 57th. The win against the national seed really helps Arizona state because it's one of the best wins that you can get in the country. And I value that a ton when you're talking about a bunch of just mid resumes. So, for me, I was able to find room for Arizona State over some teams that lacked a big win. So, um, and and hold on, I guess I should should do this as well. If you're listening to this from an audio standpoint, I will re- recite the order here. Purdue, he has taking on 16 seeds, uh, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi slash Fairleigh Dickinson, the winner of that matchup. Then he has the eight nine of of Pitt and Providence, which would absolutely be fantastic. Uh, then you have you could be setting up potentially Capel against Duke if he could get past Purdue. Um, you have Duke Liberty. Wow, sign yeah, me up. Flame and lives, baby. I, I actually I misspoke. I have to I have to stop for one second. Arizona State not a win over national seed. They have two road wins against teams in the field, and that's what got them over. They were two and zero against the field on the road. I was looking love at the it. wrong resume on my page here. Love it, love it. It's okay. Uh, TCU, Louisiana. So the raging cage is representing the Sun Belt. TCU still uh, dropped down. I think there were three last week. I think no, yes. uh, yeah. no. TCU, I think was a four. Oh, I think, four. I okay. think they were TCU, in the same yeah. region. Okay, so TCU, Louisiana. Then you have Illinois taking on the winner of the Arizona State Utah State uh, game, and Utah State. They're a new team to the mix, I think, because they did beat San Diego State. Yeah. Uh, or no, who they beat? They beat New Mexico. I'm sorry, not San Diego State. New Mexico and Logan followed that up with a win in Fort Collins against Colorado State. 
Uh, the Aggies seem to be rolling. That would be an awesome play-in game. Utah State, Arizona State, sign me up for that. Tennessee Shout-out shout to you, too. I, I think Utah State was the team that I said was outside of the last or the first eight out that you were like, what's a team that can make a big jump this week? Yeah. I think it was Utah State that I said, and they made a big jump into the field here. There we go, and I know they have – I think they have San Diego State coming to town very shortly here. Uh, that's their next game. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited to watch that one. That and they don't like each other. Uh, Tennessee Colgate three fourteen matchup. Shout out to my guy Alan Cooley. Is he? I this happened in Vegas. Uh, we were catching. I want to say maybe 2019 uh, NCAA tournament. Colgate took Tennessee to overtime. Almost won this game as my, you know Alan Cooley, longtime fan of the college basketball experience and the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, he is a diehard Tennessee fan, so he we were watching this with him at. Uh, at a casino in Vegas, and he the sweats, as you can imagine, they were like a 15-point favorite. He, he got out of there. He got out of there, but whoo, was he sweating all day. Uh, that would be another uh, nice rematch there, 314. The 7-10 matchup is Nevada and Wisconsin. Uh, that one could be very, very juicy as well. And then you have Baylor taking on – how about the 215 matchup here? Baylor taking on the team that has the biggest winning streak, the longest winning streak in America right now, the Eastern Washington Eagles. Uh, what matchups there, Mac, uh, intrigue you the most? I, I'm, I'm going to take a guess. You're going to take Duke and the Flaming Libs. Oh, yeah, the 512 right here, man. I Experience against the Dukies right here would be fascinating to watch. I also like that – I mean, you touched on the 314 as a rematch of a couple years ago. But that 413 matchup's interesting with TCU against uh, the Raging Cajuns. They're athletic. I don't think they could beat TCU, but I think they could give them a game. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. All right, let's switch over to the to the next bracket here. Um, man, with Illinois, Utah State winner of Arizona, like the winner of the Utah State Arizona State game getting Illinois. Tough yeah. draw. It's a it, tough draw right there. Last week. It, Last Go week, ahead, you guys Noah. did picks and advanced teams forward. Do you want to do that again this week or no? Yeah, we could do that. We could yeah. do that. I'll, I'll, uh, Pitt, Providence. I'm going Providence. What are you doing here, Matt? That's I my know. favorite game of the yeah. region, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's that's a fascinating game. You know, that seems like such a game where Ed Cooley grinds it out to uh, <laughs> advance the round of 32. You know what would be super interesting to me is Purdue, Providence, too. I yeah. think that's a dangerous game for, for, for the boys. the size, the yep. Um. Then, uh, so Noah, you going with? Uh, I know you you have some allegiance to the city of Pittsburgh. Any chance you're taking? Uh, no, uh, I'm not going against my boy Cooley. I like Providence there. Okay. Uh, Duke Liberty. I'm very curious. Just do we all feel confident in Duke winning this game? No, I don't either. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, do I don't not. at all. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a dangerous matchup there for the Blue Devils. I mean, I'll yeah. take Duke, but yeah. I don't feel great about that one. And then uh, TCU, Louisiana. I'll take TCU to get that one done. And then I would take TCU to beat Duke. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. Duke would want no part of that uh, Big 12 physicality in that matchup. Those those big bodies in TCU, they'd run them out of the gym. And then I would also take TCU to beat Purdue. And I would have TCU in the Elite Eight. Um, Same. Uh then we have Illinois. Oh, so who do we have winning the Utah State-Arizona State game? I have Utah State. Me too. I'll go Arizona State. You don't know what team's going to show up. They're such, you know what? <laughs> they are a perfect playing team. This is like they're perfect for Dayton. Dude, they're actually like a danger. Like if Tennessee yeah. was to get Arizona State, 
That could be the play-in game or play-in team that makes the second weekend. That's true. That's true. I mean, Illinois, Arizona State would be talent. That would be a talented matchup there. Yeah. I will say this. If Illinois State – I'm sorry. If Illinois gets Utah State, I think Illinois takes care of business pretty easily. If they get Arizona State, the sweat might be be real in Champaign, Illinois. Um, I'll go Utah State beats Arizona State. Illinois beats Utah State. Uh what are you doing there, Noah? Uh, I would probably have. I'm nervous about Tennessee scoring. Um, and again, yeah. I, I kept the same same statement from last time. Um, I think a 14 seed makes the second weekend this year. I think it's Colgate here. I think Ooh. Illinois had some struggles in the NCAA tournament. They've lost Loyola Chicago with Brad Underwood. I have a little bit of nerves with just the Big Ten in general. And you put up Colgate or against Utah State or Arizona State or Illinois. I like their chances to get to the second weekend here with Colgate. Again, I didn't really even look at the matchups and all this stuff, so I'm doing this kind of on the fly like uh, maybe you guys are too. But, yeah, I, I kind of like Colgate to get there. I don't even know if I like another 14 seed over them, but I just kind of like their path. I, I'll tell you, I like Arizona. If Arizona State was to beat Utah State, I can see a path where Arizona State can do some damage. I think they, they could. could. I, I think they could be a bad matchup for Illinois and a bad matchup for Tennessee. Uh, I think Tennessee does beat Colgate, though. I don't think this Colgate team was as good as that team in nineteen. Um, I'm just, I'm just worried about you know Rick Barnes in March as well, and the stinkers yeah. that they put up with Auburn and yeah. like l- literally last weekend they won a game. What was it, forty three forty or forty six forty three? One of the yeah. two. It's yeah. just like Beautiful. Colgate has a great offense, and I mean, I think that gives them a chance in this game. So, Mac, what are you doing there? I, I got, I got, ooh, I got Illinois actually. I guess. I don't feel strongly about this one. I feel like because if they draw Arizona State, I could totally see Arizona State winning that one. But I have Utah State beating Arizona State. So, therefore, I have Illinois advancing. And I think Illinois beats Tennessee in the in the, in the the next round. What are you doing here, Mac? Yeah, I got Bobby Hurley. I, I think they pull both upsets. They beat Illinois and Tennessee. I think uh, Noah's right. I, I think this is a year you fade Rick Barnes in March once again. You do this seems year. like such a round of 64 or round of 32 – Exit after they barely get out of the round of sixty-four. Bobby Hurley yeah. saves his job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and folks, remember you can watch this if you're listening to this just as a podcast. You can watch this uh, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Um, all right, the seven ten is Nevada, Wisconsin, in Denver. I'm on I'm Ooh. on the Wolfpack. The altitude yeah. not a factor because Reno is in the uh, Sierra Mountains. So, uh. I will take Nevada to beat Wisconsin, although that would be interesting because of the pace and everything. But I do think Nevada would would, would get it done, which means you guys should probably take Wisconsin because I never fucking project Steve Alford correctly. <laughs> uh, and I have them taking on the Baylor Bears. Tough draw for Eastern Washington. Such a great win streak, and you draw Baylor. Yeah, that's terrible. Good luck. Yeah, I actually think now here's your angle, Noah. I think if if Eastern Washington was to continue to win to get the 14 seed. I do that think could be they, the team. I do think they could beat Tennessee. I don't think Colgate has the athleticism. Eastern Washington's got a couple guys that are that are that are super athletic, or I should I shouldn't say super athletic, but athletic enough where I feel like when I watch Colgate, I go, man, I think that nineteen team was a lot better. Um, I got Baylor beating uh, Nevada in the second round. I have Baylor actually beating Illinois as well, and Baylor t- squaring off against TCU in the Elite Eight. And I'm actually going to go. With the Horn Frogs, 
Yeah, no, I I have the same Elite Eight with uh, TCU and Baylor, but I'm going to lean to Baylor with the experience to get it done. So I'll go Baylor Bears get it done in this region. All right, now I'm curious. Your Do you have two Big 12 teams in the Elite Eight here? I have Purdue, TCU, and Colgate and Baylor. Give me Purdue and Baylor in the final or in the regional final year. And I, I talked so highly about Purdue last week. I'm higher on Baylor. And with JTT, he was <laughs> yeah. the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year last year, right, Mac? Or not last year. Uh, he, he got was, hurt, yeah. Yeah, he got he hurt, was... but he was up there in the running. Yeah. JTT against Edie would be a matchup that I would absolutely love. And they've got better guards than Purdue. They have seniority there where Purdue's got two freshmen. Yep. Again, I, I preached that team Purdue last week. I still love Purdue. That's just a really good matchup that Baylor is a good team to take down Purdue there. I, I can't trust Matt Painter in the NCAA tournament. I just can't do it. I can't they're not getting it. to the Final Four. Yeah. They, there's everyone no way. Gives, there's too much pressure. Hey, everyone gives Rick Barnes shit. At least he made a Final Four. I don't. I, I think. I think you know we should treat Matt Painter the same way that we treat Rick Barnes. I might be on uh, Ed Cooley in Providence to pull the upset over Matt Painter in round two. I yeah. could definitely see that happen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, let's let's skip to the next side of this bracket here, where we have what the uh, the. Do you want to go seed. down or to the top two seed? No, okay. let's go. Let's go to the two seed, right. Kansas. Uh, so let me rattle this off for the audio listeners. Uh, Kansas taking on Maryland Eastern Shore and Southern, which would that's a play-in game at the 16 spot. That would be fantastic. Then you have Creighton, Michael Crichton. Taking on Mississippi State eight nine matchup that is very intriguing. You know me, me, I love part of what what draws me to college athletics over pro sports. Besides a lot of the traditions and, and everything that makes it great, is the contrast in styles. Creighton uh, and Mississippi State talk about contrast in styles. Sign me up for watching that game. That game just just stands out to me right now. Um, Rutgers Utah Valley. That's a dangerous. Dangerous yeah. draw for the Scarlet Knights. Yep. I kind of like Utah Valley in that matchup. Um, and then you have Virginia taking on Furman. St. Mary's taking on the winner of Virginia Tech, Boise State. Didn't they? Did they play? Did they play in Charleston? Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech in, no, uh, Boise was in Charleston last year. Virginia Tech played Furman okay. Okay. in uh, okay. Charleston. Yep. Then you have UCLA, UC Santa Barbara. Oh, little brother. Little California dust up, maybe hour hour and a half up the road uh, as the three fourteen Missouri Michigan State as the seven ten that is appealing as well and once again contrast in styles a little bit Uh, then your two fifteen is Houston taking on UNC Asheville um what stands out to you just from the start I know we're going to project this but Mac what's one that just jumps out to you uh, looking at this Uh, they would both have to get through their 5 12 and 4 13 matchups. But if we get Rutgers and Virginia in the second round, holy throwback game. Love bring, it. Bring, bring Love your it. Toothbrush, bring your rocks <laughs> to throw at one another. Let's go. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Uh, First one to 40 wins. I'll be honest. I, I honestly think that's Rutgers Utah Valley, too. First one to 40 and 45. It could be, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be that surprised if we saw a 12 versus 13. Yeah. All I'm saying both- is. Is Sacramento, California. I mean, I would have no interest going if you want to see points scored because you have Rutgers playing in Sacramento. You have Virginia. You have Utah Valley. Furman's a, a good offensive team. 
Then you got St. Mary's and Virginia Tech and Boise State. With, yeah. with, uh, St. Mary's would have that crowd, man. That's not a far trip for Morega. <clears throat> that is not a far trip. Uh, that would be very interesting to see, man, as St. Mary's continues to be. Randy Bennett is the, one of the most underrated coaches in America, year in, year out. Um, Missouri, Michigan State catches my eye. Because, I mean, this is one where I feel like Michigan State would beat them. But Missouri, every time I've doubted them this year, Dennis Gates has made me look like a fool. I think that would be a super intriguing matchup. Um, all right, let's pick this thing. Uh, I would have Southern beating Maryland. No, no, I wouldn't. Southern's kind of fading a little bit here. I would have Maryland Eastern Shore beating Southern. Uh, oh, man, K- Kansas Creighton. We saw this last year. I have Creighton beating Mississippi State. Um. Creighton almost had them beat. Remember, Cockbrenner got injured, I think, in that game, if memory serves me correct. Well, they had guys uh, out with uh, with COVID yeah. tracing too, right? Yeah, I think yeah. Creighton would get him. They Ooh. have, I mean, they have the size over Kansas because yeah. yeah. Kansas yeah. is pretty small yeah. in the front court. I think it's a horrible. If Kansas, you do not want to draw this. They're no, already yeah. familiar with you, and they almost beat you without Cockbrenner last year. Yeah, that That's would tough. be. That would be, and they added Baylor Shireman. <laughs> yes, that's yes. true. Talk about being able to stretch the defense. Um, yeah, I think I'll ride with you. I think I'll take Creighton to beat Kansas in the in the in the second round there. Uh, well, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say we're not gonna see Rutgers Virginia. One of those teams, I think Utah Valley and Furman are too good. One of those teams will bite them. Like One Furman. of those teams will bite them. Give me Valley. Give me Valley as the team yeah. that bites Rutgers. Give me Utah Valley against Virginia in the second round. Noah? I would prefer Furman over Virginia and then advance Rutgers, but that's just on mine. Okay. Mac? You know, I think both would be trendy, so I think Virginia and Rutgers both barely get it done by one possession. <laughs> barely. <laughs> so then I, w- I would have Virginia beating Utah Valley. I would have Virginia and Creighton. In the Sweet 16 there. Uh, Uh, Give me a... I do think Virginia could give some problems defensively to Creighton. Um, But give me Creighton to get it done. Give me Michael Creighton to get to to the Elite Eight here. In Kansas City, by the way, too. Oh, man, fantastic. And then you have uh, Virginia Tech Boise. I'm actually going to take Boise State to win that. Boise St. Mary's. I'll take St. Mary's to win that. UCLA Santa Barbara. I got UCLA. I got UCLA beating St. Mary's, even though that's intriguing that it would be in Sacramento because yeah. that, that would be a fucking home game for, for St. Mary's. But I would get UCLA then advancing. Michigan State beats Missouri, but Houston uh, and Houston takes care of Asheville, setting up Michigan State and Houston, which I super intriguing matchup there. Give me Michigan State to beat Houston in the second round. Uh, and then I would have Michigan State taking on UCLA, which we saw in the play-in game a couple of years ago. It was awesome. Awesome game. Uh, give me UCLA. UCLA, Creighton, the Elite Eight. Winner goes to the Final Four. Give me UCLA in the Final Four. Mac, what are you doing? You know, it's uh, ironic is UCLA and St. Mary's got together in the round of 32 last year, and UCLA beat them by 15, so there would be a rematch. Um, I like Creighton and Virginia in the Sweet 16, and then I'll go UCLA, and 
I, you know, I, I got Michigan State, Houston. I think that's a fantastic coaching matchup with Izzo and Sampson. I think Sampson barely gets it done, but I think UCLA beats um, uh, Houston, and I think we got a Virginia UCLA rematch of a game in Vegas earlier in the year, and I got UCLA um, going to the Final Four. Oh, we're seeing eye to eye. Yeah, Noah, Noah, what do you see here? Yeah, I guess I'm a little bit off. I'm blowing up the whole region, I think. I, I like Creighton, Rutgers in the Sweet 16 in the top half. And then I like uh, UCLA, Houston. Houston beating UCLA. Creighton beating Rutgers. And Houston taking down Creighton in the Elite Eight. Love it. Love it. All right, let's move along to the next bracket. Do you want to hit next. an ad in the I'm... middle of this? Uh, Sure. We could always do that. Look at Noah reminding us to get paid. Company, man. <laughs> want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Offer something to change terms and conditions. WinBet.com must be 21 or older. President state where WinBet is available. If you or somebody who has a camera problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Here we go. I see the chat rolling along. UCLA National Championship is my biggest future bet. I'm loving hearing all this, says Benedict Dantold. Shout out to him. All right, let's move along to the, the bracket where Texas, or the other side of the bracket where Texas is the one seed. Texas would be taking on Ryder. I'm not talking Isaiah Ryder. I'm talking about the moving company. Uh, call me crazy. I think Ryder could give them a game. I think Ryder is is uh, the last couple times I've watched Ryder. I said, you know what? They're not bad. Yeah. We'll see if they're a 16. I still have my doubts that Ryder will be in the <laughs> But I've been impressed. I've been impressed a couple times I've seen them this year. Uh, so Texas Ryder is the 116, the 8-9 Auburn, New Mexico. Oh, boy. that That's one I get excited to see there. I got a little Bruce Pearl, used car salesman against the son of the ultimate used car salesman, uh, <laughs> Richard Pitino. Let's go. The five twelve Indiana Clemson. Interesting. Well, Clemson Jackson. would not be in the field. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> if they if they don't win the ACC, they'll be Nuts. in the CIT. Uh, Marquette VCU. Uh oh, the Shaka Bowl. Shaka Smart. You know. Oh man, this is fantastic. Program. Yeah, yeah, fantastic game there. As the four thirteen matchup, Iowa State NC State is a six eleven. Interesting. Uh, West Virginia and Hofstra. Woo! West Virginia is a three seed. They're ahead of Whoa. TCU. That's a yeah. They, they, them and Iowa State are flipped. I yeah. was like, I was like, God damn! Well, you getting paid off by people in Morgantown yeah, now? No. Like, what's that's, going on here? That's, that's, uh, what, that's what I said. I packed the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Virginia. We got a typo here. TCU will be the the three. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Iowa State will be the uh, three seed. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia will be the six seed. So West Virginia, NC State. That makes it a little more compelling of a matchup. And uh, and Iowa State, Hofstra. Wow. Uh, that 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 game speaks to me a little bit there. Then you have the seven ten matchup of Maryland USC. Did we see that last year? 
Did that happen last year? Um, I don't, no, I don't who think did, who, who did Maryland lose to last year? Maryland lost to it was Turgeons last year. I'm I'm drawing a blank. They they didn't make it last year. Oh, that's right. Two years yeah, ago. Yeah, two years ago. UConn. Yeah. They lost to yep. UConn. Um Xavier, Youngstown State is a two fifteen. Watch out. Yeah. Watch out right there. Um all right. So the one that 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 actually had this bracket has a lot of games I'd be interested in watching. I mean, I watch every game, but I'm saying <laughs> I, I like the, the Auburn New Mexico jumps out to me. I even think Indiana Clemson jumps out to me because I think Clemson's got some bigs that that could potentially be an interesting matchup against Trace Jackson Davis. Um, Marquette VCU is probably the game that that jumps out to me the most because of the the Shaka effect. Yeah. Um, rattling these off, I got Texas playing. I got Texas playing. That's a 50-50, 8 9 game. I like I New Mexico. I, 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 I think I think uh, Bruce Pearl chokes a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he should have choked against New Mexico State a couple years back. I'm still no mad doubt. about that because I was on New Mexico State money line. Um missed three free throws. Uh Nick Anderson style. Uh give me give me New Mexico. Let's have a Texas New Mexico. Oh, I like it. Uh, matchup, and then we have Indiana. Bring Clemson. your Mexican food. <laughs> Indiana Clemson. Call me crazy, but I think Clemson could give them a little bit of a game. I think that could be an interesting matchup. I'll take Indiana, but I, I think that would be a closer game than some would think. I think that could be a last possession type of game. Uh, Marquette VCU. Give me VCU to pull the upset against Marquette. Give me VCU to pull the upset against Marquette. Yeah, I I think that game is fascinating because you got the good guards in Marquette, and then you got Ace Baldwin in VCU. That's a fireworks in that matchup. That'd be fun. That where would that that'd be in Albany, New York? Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I think VCU sure. could. I think VCU because yep. we you got to remember, like when they when they had some losses, they had some injuries. I, I feel like them healthy. That's a terrible draw for Marquette. I feel like that's a terrible draw. I think that's a game. Um. Then you have what West Virginia, NC State. I go Dub V. That's I go Dub because yeah, because NC State's a bunch of pussies. But uh, <laughs> then we have Iowa State, Hofstra. I do think Iowa State would lock down the the small ball angle of Hofstra. But I I will say this: if Iowa State has a bad shooting day, Hofstra can score. They can score, and I, I I'm gonna take Iowa State. But I, that's an interesting game to me. Then uh, Maryland USC. That one's hard between Auburn, New Mexico, and, and and Maryland USC. Give me USC to beat Maryland. I you know where I I think. Well, I don't know. I don't know because Kevin Willard always did lose in the first round. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and and isn't this intriguing that uh, uh, Andy Enfeld is from Maryland? Yep. So that's a, that's an interesting matchup. Xavier Youngstown. You want to talk about one that could fuck up the whole tournament? I could see Youngstown. I could see Youngstown giving them a game. That in that's a in-state matchup too. Um, in Columbus as well. Regional. I'm, I'm taking the experience of Xavier, but I think that's a dangerous 15 seed. Uh, so give me Xavier then. Xavier USC. I will take Xavier to advance. 
Uh, West Virginia taking on Iowa State. Wow, in North Carolina. <laughs> Dude, big, that's big, that's going to be on all West Virginia fan base there. Yeah. Um, Finally, they got to come to our side rather than yeah, playing in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah come to our you turf, know, baby. Give me Dub V in an upset. Yeah, give me Dub yeah. V in an upset there. Then we got uh, I got VCU taking on Indiana. I would go. I got no fucking idea. This would be. Give me. Give me VCU to win. I think VCU can present challenges that, you know, I, I think VCU could give them some defensive problems. Uh, New Mexico, Texas. I'll take Texas. So then you have Texas VCU. I'll move along Texas. Um, even though that's hilarious because that's a Shaka Shaka series too. Um, oh yeah. Uh, then you have West Virginia taking on Xavier. Oh, Bob Huggins against Xavier again. This would be beautiful. In this Vegas. would be absolutely beautiful. This would be absolutely beautiful. Give me Xavier in Texas to advance. I'm going chalk. I'm going chalk yeah. on this side of it. But give me Xavier beating Texas in the uh, Elite Eight. Mac? I got. I actually have chalk. Believe it or not, I think Iowa State. Um, you'll you'll see. I I'm really high on this team, so I think they do get like my logic of taking the Mountaineers in round of 32 is uh, teams that aren't used to playing against them on one day prep. Well, unfortunately, Iowa State's in the Big 12 with West Virginia, so the you throw that angle out the window. So I got Iowa State and Xavier in the bottom half. In the top half, I got Marquette in Texas. So you got the Shaka revenge angle in the sweet 16 so this is like the shaka region here yes and i got got shaka upsetting texas in the sweet 16 in vegas and i got iowa state over xavier iowa state uh marquette in the sweet or elite eight in vegas and i got the cyclones going the final four I love all the coaching tie-ins there. It's great. You got <laughs> like Hugs and Xavier. Lot. You got you got even so many the USC angles. angle with Enfield yeah. back against Maryland, where he, where he went to John Hopkins, and uh, yeah, yeah, that seems like a lot of fun. Noah, what do you have out of this bracket? Yeah, and I mean, like a lot of them are uh, the matchups. Again, I, I mentioned this last week. You have to follow like a, a few specific rules. Um, and VCU as the top 13 goes in against one of the weaker 14s in Marquette. That's just the way they fit, and it's uh, regionally relevant as well. But I want to talk about this because I don't think the storyline is being talked about enough, and it's one of my favorites. I talked about it last week. It's <clears throat> the site specifically with Des Moines. There's two of them, and there's a boatload of Big 12 teams at the top, and they're all jam-packed in the one, two, and three seats. It really pissed me off that I had to put West Virginia and Iowa State as a three and the six in the first round because – that really shouldn't happen. And I wasn't going to move down our boy, West Virginia, that was seven seed just so it could fit the bracket. So um, that was something that was there um, that I wanted to explain, but give me Texas, Indiana. I think Indiana beats Marquette in the round of 32 and then give me uh, NC state to beat West Virginia, Iowa state to beat NC state. And then I like Xavier to come through uh, beating Iowa State. They'll get Fremantle back hopefully before the tournament. And I like Texas to come out. I like them to beat Indiana and Xavier. This is a great region. I love it. A lot of storylines. I'd be very happy with that region. Let's move along to uh, 
the final Alabama. What Alabama is the one seed here. Uh, Alabama taking on Moorhead State, one sixteen matchup. How about the eight nine matchup of Florida Atlantic Oklahoma State? <laughs> Mike Boynton getting the Cowboys in. Uh, Oklahoma State had the best week this week. Yeah, great week for them. Yes. Much deserved after the what they've been through. And then uh, UConn as the five seed against the twelve seed, the Bradley Braves. Uh, that's my upset. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Hurley, I'm telling Hurley's you right now, like, I can't take Hurley. I can see Bradley winning that game. Iowa. Oh boy. I I was a four seed taking on thirteen Akron or thirteen seed Akron Xavier Castaneda. I could totally see the Zips beating Iowa as well as they seems like they lose in the first round almost every year. Uh, yeah, uh, the, you could, dude. You're gonna have a Bradley Akron. Uh, I think you could see a Bradley Akron matchup there. Uh, the six eleven is Miami. The Hurricanes taking on Oral Roberts. Woo, woo. Nigel Pack. Isaiah Wong against uh, against Max Asmus. The guard play would be amazing. Yeah. Oral Roberts is ranked ahead of Clemson right now. That's what puts them at the 11th seed. Oral <laughs> Roberts is actually very, very close to becoming an at-large. Very. Ooh. Oh, let's go. Let's go. K-State, Kansas State is a three-seed taking on 14-seed Princeton. Uh, that is a very interesting matchup. Then you have the seven seed San Diego State taking on ten seed Arkansas. We saw that in Maui. San Diego State should have won that game in Maui. Uh, Arkansas battled back. They were down like six. I feel like with like a minute left, and somehow got the game to overtime and won the game. Then the Arizona Wildcats as the two seed, and the Vermont Catamounts as the fifteen seed. You know what? I've been saying for years. Which year was it that Vermont's really going to make a run? That could be an interesting matchup there against the Arizona Wildcats. Um, the ten seeds a typo again. Sorry, we there the graphics were last minute. Ten seeds Northwestern, I think. Ooh. Okay. So San Diego uh, State Northwestern. The two. Yeah. Let me let me check the ten seeds in the. Yeah, yeah. Northwestern is the ten seed here. So is not Arkansas, Arkansas not in the tournament right now? Nope. Okay. Oh. So Northwestern will be taking on San Diego State. Man, that's a forty. That's a forty to thirty-eight final right there. Uh, <laughs> and then, so so I would take. Who this is good? So Bama beats Morehead State. I think. Oh no! You know what? Give me FAU to beat Oklahoma State. Give me FAU to beat Oklahoma State. Uh, I got Bradley beating UConn. I got Akron beating Iowa. I am taking Miami to beat Oral Roberts, but I'd be very intrigued on that matchup. Very intriguing matchup to me. I got K-State beating Princeton. I got San Diego State beating Northwestern, and I got Air. I'm going pretty chalk besides the uh, besides the 512 and the 413. Mac, what are you doing here? I'm actually opposite here. I, th- I think Bradley would be the sexy pick. I'm going UConn, and the thing that uh, comes to mind or catches my eye is UConn would play basically a regional home game the entire way through if they got this draw. Now, if Hurley can't get this one done, I mean, I don't know if he'll ever get it done. So, uh, <laughs> Bama, o- OK State, I got UConn and Alabama in the Sweet 16. I do think Akron beats Iowa. UConn too much for Akron. 
I got K State over Miami in the Nigel Pack Bowl right there, which is fantastic. And oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Nor- Northwestern, San Diego, that's a rock fight. San Diego State barely wins, like you said, forty to thirty-eight. Arizona, another regional game, and I got the Wildcats versus uh, K State, a Wildcat Sweet Sixteen. I'll go. Arizona gets it done, and I got an upset. I got UConn over Arizona. I think they can match their size. I got UConn out of this region. This is, this oh is the shocker. Yeah. I can't I wait to bet you. I cannot wait to bet you. <laughs> if they uh, get if they get Albany in, in, in the garden, I will back you, Con. <laughs> any other thing, I'm not backing them. I will fade any Danny Hurley coach team. I will fade it all until I see otherwise. Uh, <laughs> he better so, not get so, a tee with two minutes left. <laughs> so, so my uh, – that's true. Uh, I'm going to go – I actually think, for me, I, I'll go uh, – I got the Aztecs upsetting Arizona. I got San Diego State moving along. Then I got Kansas State taking care of Miami. Then I have the uh, I have I have Bradley beating Akron. I got Bradley in the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, and then I have uh, I have Bama beating FAU. Then Bama gets Bradley. Wow. I, I don't like Alabama, but I the brackets aligning for them. So Alabama rolls. Uh, into what the Elite Eight, and then uh, I have Kansas State taking care of San Diego State, and I have Kansas State in the Final Four. I think I'm right in the middle of you guys. Uh, I have Alabama playing uh, Oklahoma State. Give me Alabama to go through there. I like UConn to come out over Bradley, Iowa, and Akron, and give me UConn to beat Alabama. Uh, in the garden, um, like Max said, it's basically a home home game throughout the tournament here in this they're region. They're not good at home. They're not even good at home in stores. <laughs> this team's different. They're they're, they're better. They're a better Hurley team than in years past. I mean, it's raining. They're a better Hurley team than in years past. Then give me Kansas State over Miami, or no, Kansas State over Oral Roberts. I like Oral Roberts in an upset there over Miami. I think both teams are pretty similar, and Oral Roberts has a big man presence down low and Vanover that I think that gives them the edge there. San Diego State over Northwestern, Arizona to play San Diego State. That's a rematch from Maui where they yes. it wasn't even a contest. Arizona blew them out by seventeen on a neutral court. So give me Arizona over San Diego State. Kansas State over Arizona, Kansas State versus UConn. I like Kansas State coming out of the region. There we go. We agree there. Christopher Moore in the chat says, uh, who is the one seed most likely to lose to an 8-9? We picked it. We took Kansas. Yeah. Well, well, on this this particular bracket, yes. We took Creighton over Kansas. But I trust Kansas more than I do Alabama. (laughs) Or Purdue. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Very true. I think both. Even yeah, I trust Kansas and Texas more than Purdue and Alabama. Yep. I don't know if I can put Texas over Purdue and Big maybe even bias. Alabama. No, 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 no. It's just <laughs> get out of here. You're Boiler a Big Twelve bias over Boiler here. Up, I'm just saying, Rodney Terry's done a great job. We haven't seen him in a tournament with Texas. I, I agree uh, with that. But but we have seen Matt Painter in the tournament every year, <laughs> and he's gotten to the Elite Eight last year. And last I like this year. team better. Yeah, hey, yeah, they lost to hey, St. Peter's or uh, St. Peter's in Sweet 16. Sorry. Yeah. yeah they went to the Elite Eight with Carson uh, Carson Edwards. And they blew it because the guy couldn't coach. <laughs> they <laughs> lost to the national champ. Dude, they lost to St. Peter's. They had Jaden fucking Ivy. There's That was the worst coaching job I think I've ever seen in the NCAA tournament. I didn't really <laughs> like the makeup of that team. I love this team compared to last year's team. We'll see. 
We will see because he's hey, got I a am. lot of to do. How, how did you lose that UVA game with the lead you had? I can't Carson explain Edwards. that. And then, and what then, was it? Nine point lead with like oh a minute left. God. Yeah, like just get a rebound <laughs> and you win. Hey, I am I am Big Twelve biased, but you know what? That's the league where you literally had to alter the whole bracket because they're so top heavy in the one, two, and three seeds. <laughs> That's how good yeah. they are. Yeah. They cha- they're going to change the whole bracket with how many teams they got with the top six. Yeah. What do you guys but, think about that? Uh, you know, it's been I think since '86. 1986, where we had three biggest big, uh, big East teams in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. From one conference, we've never had three of the four since '86. Yeah. Could this be the year with the Big Twelve? I think it could. Yeah, no doubt. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, if we're calling it, yeah, I actually have three Big Twelve teams, and I have Houston. So I would. You're you're, you're, you're calling 12. you're calling me Big Ten bias. I have three Big Twelve teams in Houston in my final four. Yeah, he's sandbagging. Yeah. All right. Look, before we get out of here, let's look at the last four in. Yeah. Who is your last four teams in, Noah? That that you know, uh, I think last week it was North Carolina that was one of the last ones in. Yep. Oh, there it is here today. we go. Virginia Tech. If you so, if you're not watching on YouTube, you're just listening. It's Virginia Tech, Utah State, uh, Arizona State, and Boise State. The West Coast getting three of the or the West. I should say not the coast, but the West getting three of them. Uh, the man. I mean, that, that down the stretch. Who's the best team out of those four? You know who I think the best team is? I think Boise State. I think it's Boise too. Yeah, but they're the last team in for you, right? Is that in the pecking order, or is that just just no? That is that is the pecking order. They just lack a big win, and they get um, or no, uh, Boise State has two bad losses. I think that's what it was. Um, they're they're two and two against teams in the field. They're zero and two in neutral or road games against teams in the field. Um, and they have a bad loss against Charlotte and a quad four loss. I didn't really hurt them too much because it's South Dakota State. It's a really good team that qualifies as a quad four loss right now. But um, I, I put Boise State in over some other teams. Um, Virginia Tech gets in because they got a big win against Virginia, and a lot of their losses came without Hunter Couture. Um, Utah State picked up a big win against New Mexico uh, in in the past week. They had a really good week to get them in the field. And we talked about Arizona State. They are 2-0 on the road or neutral games against teams in the field. And that was a way better record than many teams on the bubble here. We've seen this now multiple times. I I believe we saw VCU in the play-in game with Shaka Smart get all the way to the Final Four. We saw Syracuse with the play-in game get all the way to the final four. We saw UCLA with the play-in game get all the way to the final four. And I believe we also have seen Syracuse and Tennessee get to the Sweet 16 that were play-in teams. Who of these four do you think, if you had to pick one to go to the final four, do you feel comfortable saying? I, I, I mean, if we have to pick one. I actually think it's Arizona State. It's got to be. Yeah. They got the most talent. <laughs> yeah, I, you don't know what team's going to show up. I would say none of them get there, but I would say Virginia Tech has the best shot. I like their roster. Yeah. I mean, it all matters matchups. You know, oh, yeah. that's the hardest part about and, this. I mean, we can, we can go pull up one of, the, one of the first fours and go back over that if you want to. Sure. Let's take a look at all it. All right. Um. Let's see here. So first four, Utah State, Arizona State, they would have Illinois in the way, Tennessee, Colgate, 
We talked about that. Arizona State would probably be the path. And right. I think they could they could be like they're they're talented enough that I actually think they could give Baylor, Tennessee, and, and Illinois those problems. Yeah. Uh what do we got here? Virginia Tech, Tech, Boise State. They had St. Mary's in game one, UCLA in game two. That would be tough. And you still got to get through Houston or potentially Michigan State or Missouri. I that's think... a first four path right there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I definitely yeah. like Arizona State's path better. Yeah, yeah. All right, give me the first four out. All right. Oh, so so right now, if you're not watching on YouTube, the first one is the Arkansas Razorbacks and Eric Musselman. The second one, Seton Hall. Did Seton Hall even lose this past week? I think last week we had them in. They, they didn't played lose. one. They played one game, and it really didn't change what I thought about them and their uh, resume. And actually, one of their uh, quad one A wins turned into just a quad one win during the week. So their resume did not age well over the past week. So they're in the first four out today. Then you have the Oklahoma Sooners and Porter Moser. Did, did they did they lose this past week? I'm trying to think. Yeah, they, they lost they by 30 in Morgantown. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. And, and, and they yeah. lost Bedlam by 20. They got ran by Oklahoma State and West Virginia. I knew that. So. I knew that. Yeah. And then the have, record to 12 and 1, they just have to they have to get more wins. They have a good strength of schedule in the Big 12. If you win games in that conference, you'll be rewarded. You just can't be one game over 500 and get in the tournament over some strong mid-majors or other teams with good wins and a better record. Well, and then you have the Kentucky Wildcats, who they've been winning, but they've gotten further back. Is that is that accurate? Yeah. Yes. Yeah they they beat <laughs> oh, they beat Florida and Ole, Ole Miss, Miss, and yeah. neither of them moved the needle. They're one. Those Kentucky fans are going to be all. They're going to hey, kill you. <laughs> just, just so you know, folks. Noah Noah Phoenix Twitter handle at seventy. It's right That's there. S e v e n t y. Yeah, seven and B. Kentucky is one and five against teams that are currently in the field. One and three against national seeds. They have the win against Tennessee that they hang their hat on. Um, but they're one and four on a neutral or road games against teams in the field. And their strength of schedule is 85th. So it's just not the non-conference strength of schedule is 85th. It's not as strong as some other teams on the bubble. So the problem yeah. here is that, you know, if we're to project this realistically, <laughs> is that you have you have like three teams that have played for a that. national championship in my lifetime here and a lot of final fours <laughs> yep. between Arkansas, Oklahoma, and, and Kentucky. Actually, all four have played for a national championship in, in my lifetime. <laughs> all four uh, would probably be put in by the NCAA. That's what we were yeah, talking about at the luck, beginning. Good luck, Utah State, Boise you, State. You want to know who's not even on this graphic right now? It's North Carolina. So there's five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're so definitely I, getting this, in. This is what happens. They fuck over Utah State. Yeah, all these teams right here, probably they're gone. <laughs> but I mean, you look at all of that. I prefer all four teams over all four of these. Yeah, the, they'll they'll start uh, taking away auto automatic qualifiers. Be, ah, now you didn't make it this year. We got yeah. Carolina, <laughs> Carolina, Kentucky. <laughs> um, hey, uh, real quick, no. Based off of this, the first four out, we got a big one tomorrow at Rupp because we got Arkansas oh, yeah. going to Lexington and kind of a, hey, you win that, you're probably in the field, right? Fuck, yeah. that game's good, man. There yeah. are so many quality games upcoming this week, and I didn't even put in Saturday. I just went Monday through Friday, uh, quality games, like meaningful for the NCAA tournament field, um, and we'll touch on that at the end. 
Oh, I mean, no, I feel like we should do that right now because I think this is the end. Um, <laughs> uh, let's talk about some of these matchups. Arkansas, so Arkansas, Kentucky. And I, what day is Utah State getting San Diego State? Because that's one that jumps out to I me. I believe uh, it's Saturday. Uh, yeah, that, two eight. It's um not Saturday. That's Thursday. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. 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 Oh hell yeah! I mean, so how about Maryland, Michigan State? Those teams, I guess, not that far in, right? Uh. Yeah, I mean, both of them are uh, – Maryland was a 7 and Michigan State was a 10 this week. Um, I'll run through them here. Monday, Texas at Kansas. Uh, that just tipped off 15 minutes ago. Uh, oh, Tuesday. five minutes. Okay. Tips yep. off at 9. All right. Yep. So we'll get off just in time to watch it. Um, Tuesday, Rutgers at Indiana. The winner might get a national seat of that game. Both of them are five seeds in the Big Ten. Um Bubble watch in SEC on Tuesday. We already mentioned Arkansas, Kentucky. Another one, Auburn, Texas A&M. Um, then we have NC State at Virginia on Tuesday. Dayton at VCU on Tuesday. Toledo at Akron on Tuesday. Drake oh, oh let me, let me, you know, on two. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To, uh, yeah, Toledo at Akron. I thought, I thought, I thought you were saying Kent State at Akron. I was going to say Toledo also gets Akron. My apologies. I interrupted. You for reason. <laughs> you're, you're good. You're good. Um, and the last one on Tuesday is Drake at Murray State. Uh, Drake is tied for first. Murray State tied for fourth in the MVC there. I can't help but think about, though, Dayton at VCU, Cincinnati at Tulane. Now, how like I wonder how far is a team like Cincinnati that's that are they pissing in the wind here or can they can they actually make up and get some like a chance to make the NCAA tournament here? I would look- say Tulane has a better shot if Memphis improves and gets a win over Houston. That would improve Tulane a little bit more. Cincinnati's too far out. Interesting. Interesting. They're 16 and 8. That's tough. Can you imagine them going yeah. 23 yeah. and 8? I mean, I, Charles, Charleston was on the bubble. They have three total losses, but their strength of schedule is 333rd. So, you, know, but you, uh, you know, my problem with that is that reminds me of that Illinois State year in the MVC probably five years ago, six years ago, and they went like – they only lost like three or four games. I think you sh- they should have – I know this sounds crazy because you'd probably encourage shitty scheduling. I feel like if you win more than 25 games, you need to be in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> if, yeah. If, yeah. I feel like, like I'm still – and you saw Illinois State's coach got fired this past year or resigned, one of the two, because he was going to get fired. And you're like – he never made the NCAA tournament, but goddamn it, one of those years he was like twenty six like and four yeah. or twenty seven and three, and didn't make the NCAA tournament. That would have bought the guy a lot more years, and and the, the, I just feel like it's that's crazy. You you yeah. go, you go that good for the whole season, and you can't get into the dance. And we're we're talking College of Charleston. They have two good wins in North Carolina, Virginia Tech. Only one of those teams are in the field right now, and that's Virginia Tech, who's barely in. If North Carolina can climb themselves into the field, that looks a little bit better. Oh, man, I can't wait. Um, okay. Uh, Wednesday, you yeah. want me to jump into Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. up into Wednesday's actually. San Diego State at Utah State. Ooh, amazing. UNC Wilmington at Charleston. Charleston needs to just basically take care of business. You just got to win as many games as possible. 
uh, to put yourself in the conversation. They're already in the conversation for me. They didn't quite make the uh, first eight out. I can actually mention that too. Um, after this graphic that's shown on the screen, the next four out were Memphis, Oregon, North Carolina, and Texas A&M. Um, so back to the important games, UNC at uh, Wilmington at Charleston, Lehigh at Colgate. Uh, that's first place for a second place matchup in the Patriot. Big game oh, on Wednesday. Colgate coming off a loss to AU. I can smell the lock coming from here. <laughs> so <laughs> Wednesday, kind of dry. Three games. Thursday, holy crap. USC at Oregon. Bubble matchup in the Pac-12. Arizona State at Stanford. Arizona State on the bubble. Stanford can climb up. They're, they need a lot. Of, they need to do a lot of work. Uh, they didn't quite get into the picture this week. St. Mary's at La Pepe Marymount University. That's huge. That's huge. huge. Spot. I got to go to that. I think I'm going to that. I think I'm going to go. You to should that. You, yeah. apply for a media pass. Try and see if you can get that. No, I'm done with that. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> not <laughs> not LMU. <laughs> I know. I'm joking. We, uh, we, we need, we need the La Pepe mullet energy on the, on that's the TC. True. I think I might just go to that support, support some, uh, so some independent basketball out here, not independent, but you know, mid major. <laughs> yeah, um, <WCC. laughs> yeah. mid majors. What my point was. Um, yeah, I mean continue. Thursday is absolutely packed. UAB at North Texas, a couple of teams Ooh. in the top three in the conference USA right now. Um, Louisiana at Southern Miss, two teams tied for first in the Sun Belt. Oh, I can't uh, wait for that one. <laughs> Montana State at Weber State, second and third in their respective conference, Oral Roberts and St. Thomas. Oral Roberts, this is, you know, if they get the job done this week, they're probably in my at-large picture. The Tommies. They're, this is one of their tough ones. I mean, Oral Roberts actually for their conference has a really tough schedule. They have a road game at the Tommies, a road game at Western Illinois, and a road game at South Dakota State. If they win out, they're an at-large team for me. Um mm. Eastern Kentucky at Queens. Um, Eastern Kentucky's second or third in their conference. Uh, Southeast Missouri State at Tennessee State. Uh, a battle between uh, first, yeah, yeah. Well, Tennessee State's I think tied for fifth. Semos. Uh, in it doesn't South matter. Fifth is out. you're 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 a game out. <laughs> you know? You're a game out of ninth. It's yeah. true. It's true. Hey, Noah, Noah, can we bring up the Texas region? I thought we did go over it. Did we not go over that? I thought we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We went we went through all of them in depth, baby. Tech, we'll we'll just show it while we're while we're going through here. Um and then Friday, St. Louis at Dayton. Uh two of the top three teams in the A ten there. Akron at Ohio. Uh, What's up? Rob Rob is bringing up a good point. Where's Gonzaga? God dang it. Is there another typo? Gonzaga's a five seed. So that would have been Duke, Rutgers, Indiana, UConn. We don't have Gonzaga in the field right now. That would push <laughs> yeah. someone else out. That's what yeah. they get for blowing yeah. that cover for us on Saturday. You're out. God yeah. damn it. There's a couple of typos in this. It's okay. We'll, we'll be better next week. Again, it's our second time. We'll be better. We'll be better. Gonzaga's uh, a five seed. I don't know. It's... WCC is probably easy to kind of slot them in there, but all yeah. of the other teams moved down. Uh, man. 
okay uh, probably that probably eliminates the social post <laughs> <laughs> and then okay. friday st louis at dayton akron at ohio so akron has two important games this upcoming week kent state at buffalo youngston state at ipfw two of the top four teams in the horizon there and quinnipiac at niagara this a win here could put them one game out of first they're both tied for fourth in yeah m-a-a-a-c um yeah oh man this week is loaded folks subscribe to the college basketball experience and give noah beanick a follow he's doing great work it's not a big deal that we miss gonzaga all right i've always they're (laughs) They're a mid-major they deserve it they're not they're not an auto bid from their conference they're not in they're a mid-major they got rid of their football team after world war ii i'm still mad about that fuck you gonzaga (laughs) all right uh subscribe to the college basketball experience folks and uh make sure you check out the college football experience many episodes dropping this week we just covered the schedule releases for the big 12 and the acc also talks some coaching stuff hop over there check that out college baseball experience noah what do we got on the horizon? Well, I have a dirt bags, a new jer- dirt bags jersey in the background there. SEC preview, we're eyeing this week. Uh, we got to fit it into the TC schedule. It's crammed. Um, yeah. And then uh, SEC, ACC, and then we'll do a national picture and best bets. Um, I can we'll do. Kinda- I can do an episode right now. Take East Carolina to win the national championship. <laughs> Boom! It wouldn't be an episode without without me playing this, guys. All right. All right, but yes, check out the college baseball experience. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. So check out all of Moneyline Max work, all right? Oh, I mean, what? Uh, let's let's just first give him this again. Yes, that means you should check out the Ryan and Rush show and the NFL Gambling Podcast. So check out all that good stuff. Both great listens. Uh, get the SGPN app in the App Store and Google Play Store. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. And as always, come talk college hoops with us in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Until tomorrow, well, actually, no, not tomorrow, till later tonight in about two, uh, about an hour and a half. Let it ride. This is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we are out of here. I've been chilling out on the beach. Couple lemonade. Can't surf, so I stay at the waves. With my lady, your baby straight out the 80s. Just rubbing on her butt, she told me, honey, behave. Mischievous grand says it all. If I can get her alone and I can get her to fall for a guy like me, not rich, kind of fly, never shy when it comes to that warm apple pie. No lie, I've been doing the most. I'm from the bar, but I love how they do it. The coast is all chill, feel, kick it with folks, crack jokes, smoke, burning a rope, speed in the sand. Damn, I feel like the man. Give me the plan, I'm a jam like only I can. Call me the breeze, peace to you and three. And wipe your feet before you hop in my Jeep. Cause it's all like that. I said it's all like that. You know it's all like that.